Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show. And it's a Friday, and we're kicking things off for the weekend. And boy, are we excited. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Lots uh, lots going on. I got people that are left on the phone, too, that wanted to talk free-for-all Friday. I'm going to see if we can grab a couple of them. We've got an update on Jen Psaki. We'll circle back because the questions that she's getting asked are, are very strange. If you just heard the show... There was one that was just asked about the White House cat. You've got to hear it to believe it. Uh, There are some other interesting questions getting asked. And now, you know, of course, the high priest of health himself, Dr. Fauci, who has been canceled now. His book deal's done. Apparently, he's been pulled off Amazon and Barnes & Noble. There are some questions of whether or not he's going to, uh, they're going to actually uh, call him in front of Congress for a hearing. That should be interesting. Love to hear what he's got to say. And, of course, I can't wait to hear folks grill him and see, in fact, what Fauci has to say for himself on some of these issues. Now, he has no problem lying to everybody or anyone to their face. I mean, we've seen this. Some of the questions about whether or not uh, he, he lied under oath with Rand Paul. Now what we got to know from the emails, I think it's a very interesting question, nevertheless. Let's uh, just grab some quick phone calls. Paula, you're up first. We appreciate you being here. How are you, Paula? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Thanks for holding. Okay. Um, I have been watching these COVID numbers since March of 2020. It was just a little thing I did. Um, just print them out, look at the confirmed cases compared to the day before. Mm-hmm. And I have seen so many crazy things in these numbers. I saw some um, yesterday. I got to tell you, I'm funny you bring this up because... Literally, I saw some yesterday, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say, but this is this is what I saw. They, you know how they do, like, here's the amount of people that died, and then here's how many were from a, a records review? You know how they do oh, that? yes, and it was a negative. Yes. <laughs> you saw it, too. You saw it, too. Yes. I said to myself, holy cow, were, were yes. some people resurrected or something? I mean, right. this is miraculous. 57 deaths and 62 from Vital Records, so that... The, so, the records review. So, yeah. so, so, so wait I've been a watching these people, and, <laughs> and, and I've been watching the nursing home numbers. Yeah. I print those out every week. Okay. And in December of 2020, about two weeks before Christmas, all of a sudden, there was a 518 drop hmm. in deaths in the nursing home. I contacted the, um, the governor's office. I emailed and I just got back a basic COVID response, but nothing actually addressing what I emailed about. Right. But I mean, I've I've emailed a few times because I have just watched, um, like they'll add 
over 100 cases to one county in one day. I mean, mm-hmm. that's crazy. They only had 20-some the day before. Yeah. And then, and then a few days later, you see these numbers come off. So it's just been kind of a shell game that they've played with these numbers. Mm. The, the entire time. So so they so they'll report numbers and then they'll take them off the book so that they have big numbers certain days and then and then none yeah. the next. Wow. Yep, and I've watched them do it with the out of state count. Um, I contacted once because they added I think it was around two hundred all of a sudden and you know people who come from out of state into Michigan and, and are confirmed positive here. And I contacted about that. Nothing back. And then a few days later, you see that total number come back down. Um, it's just been four counties basically here that have been the, the driver of this whole thing. Wow. E- 40 yeah. to 50% of the total cases every day have been in Wayne, Macomb, Oakland, Kent County. Yeah. The rest of the state looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me let me ask you, Is uh, do you know who Charlie LaDuff is? No, I do not. He's a reporter on the other side of the state, and I think you should get in t- contact with him. Um, if you look up Charlie Leduff, L-E-D-U-F-F, he's going hard on the nursing home numbers and on the governor because of all this, as you mentioned, all these things that are just inconsistencies. The guy right. is a, a former New York Times reporter, won a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, the guy, he's very credible, and uh, he is... He, he's kind of up in arms that you know that no other reporters, newspaper, anybody are, are covering this type of thing, and he's specifically focused on nursing home death numbers right now. So he would love to hear from you, especially I would think about those numbers, what you've seen, and maybe that might help in his reporting. Maybe point him in the right direction. Oh, I I have the printed proof. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I think have it on paper. Hang on one one second, Paul. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to see if Joe can get your information, and uh, I want to see if we can get in touch. Hey, Joe, can you grab Paula's number and information so I can talk to her later? I appreciate that. Yeah, the the nursing home debacle, as if you mentioned, missed the uh, the full show. They have no clue. Director Hertel says she has no. They have no clue what the numbers are because they just don't keep track. We do not know because we don't know what's occurring in those facilities. We don't know what the nursing home numbers are. Charlie LaDuff reported that they could be up to 100% higher, and that's the truth because they they literally don't know the accuracy of these numbers. By the way, these are the same numbers that they were using. Remember the science and the data from the governor? In order to use science and data, don't you have to have a complete set of all of it, the data, to shut things down like she did over the last year? Apparently she she didn't have an accurate full set of data. So that's what the, the director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services says. We don't know the full number. We don't know whether it's accurate or not because we don't know what nursing homes are reporting. Huh? I would like to be clear that I said could be low. I don't know. So I, I want to be clear that if we're quoting the things that I'm saying, I'd like them to be accurate. I said they could be low. We do not know because we don't know what's occurring in those facilities. It's incredible. Why wouldn't they? How wouldn't they know? They don't know because they're not asking. I mean, maybe that's just simply the case. Maybe they don't know because they're just not asking. And why wouldn't they ask? Why wouldn't they want why wouldn't they want the full picture? Maybe it's because of 
the policies of the governor. They don't want to highlight nursing home deaths because of what happened to Cuomo in New York. Cuomo, Whitmer, Newsom, three P's in the same pod. And again, I said this earlier last uh, during the full show, but last hour, you compare those governors with the three, Christy Noem, Ron DeSantis, and Greg Abbott, and it is stark, stark difference. Hey, Mark, appreciate you holding and uh, staying on the line with us free for all Friday. Good morning, man. What'd you, uh, what'd you want to make a point about? Yeah, I was uh, watching the news last night and I saw the event that's coming up in Lowell and it was the usual um, stories now that you hear that included in this pride event is the drag queen story hour. And I'm just wondering how that can come into a community and people can sign off on that. You know, uh, this this happens all the time. People tend to not care because, I mean, again, you know, it's let's let's let everybody kind of do what they and 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 you know, listen, Mark, uh, consenting adults, do what you want. But when we start involving kids, it it really is concerning, and I I share that concern with you. I I, I just I I don't know if you've seen some of the cartoons and some of the, I, I believe it was PBS that had some sort of. A drag queen story hour on television for kids. Now I remember watching PBS when I was a kid, and we had uh, Mister Rogers, and we may have had Sesame Street and things of that nature. But I I can't remember any of this stuff. I mean, can you? No, and and it's it's happening so fast that you know you just have to stand up and say no. Um, this is not what we need for our kids. Our kids are the most precious commodity that we have and we need to keep them in an innocent situation as long as possible lowell from the story lowell is uh, just about ready to host the city's first ever pride event it's a time to support and learn about lgbtq community and they keep adding things to this too it's really hard to keep up with all that uh, the flag in fact has been added to i don't know if you notice this but there's more on that flag it's really fascinating. I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, don't really, in this, I think most adults are kind of like this. I feel like, you know, whatever you want to do as a consenting adult, that's between you and, and another adult. But when we mix kids in there, I have concern. I, I really do. I, I don't, ooh, man, I'm just looking at the flyer now for this event. Um, I don't know why they feel the need to even involve kids. Why Why would that even be necessary to bring kids into this at all? Have you Have you heard any, have seen any of those issues? What they might say, Mark? No. But it seems like it's it's just part of the, the program <laughs> from city to city. It's just, you know, that's what they do. They have the same program, and let's get the kids involved. You know, it seems like Lowell is another one of these cities. Um, it's a town, like a small town here in Michigan, where seeming to think rural area, you would have rule and, and kind of conservative beliefs and things like that. But in the city, I'm not sure exactly what's happened. Maybe somebody from Lowell can, I don't know, uh, sort of fill us in on, on the situation there. But they really seem like they have been taken over. Uh, in some ways, by some of the very uh, liberal, I don't know if you remember what happened with the police chief there, 
um, not too long ago. But, I mean, just a very, very interesting, it seems to be a takeover. And this is something that I think people need to to be aware of, is that there are people who are actively working to transform in dramatic fashion your everyday life in your community. We get a lot of times, I think, focused too much on what's happening in Washington or Lansing and these far-off places. But meanwhile, in our own backyards, in these small towns, we have a chance to stand up and become involved. And it's time, and I think people are talking about that. As a matter of fact, we'll be talking about this next week with the Stand Up Michigan event uh, with the, the mass burning party we're going to have at the Deltaplex. Stop out and be a part of this Friday at the Deltaplex, it's a it's going to be a family event. You bring your mask by, drop it in the burn bin, and we're going to set those things on fire. And along on side of it, there'll be speakers, but there'll be food. There's going to be music. It's going to be uh, a, there'll be a beer too, you know. So it's going to be a fun time. There's going to be a lot of folks involved in this. And of course, part of the takeaway is yes, we want to come together. You're not alone. But the the other big piece of this is now that we're together, what do we do moving forward? Because I know there are a lot of people that are feeling hopeless. Mark, I can kind of hear that in your voice, but like. What do we do now? And it's joining the school board. You know, it, it is running for school board. It is uh, going to those town uh, hall or county commission or whatever they may, might be, these these committee meetings, and 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 speaking up and letting them know. Because that's why they're running around getting getting away with all this stuff is that you know, they just people aren't engaged. They haven't been for so far. But over the last year, I know people are waking up. Yeah, it's happening in my community in Hudsonville. I know that, you know, the DEI curriculum that they're trying to push in the schools and the school board meetings now the people are standing up the parents are coming and and if a few people show courage then maybe another few will and it just you know snowballs if you stand up and see somebody else stand up that makes you want to stand up and if you don't want this in your community don't just sit back and let it happen now, it's a great point. Mark, thank you for uh, for holding through and, and getting on with us with today on the after show. We appreciate it, man. Thank appreciate you Appreciate you, Justin. Thanks. You got it, really. Yeah. You know, this is a subject I don't talk much about because, again, I consenting adults, I, I, I don't weigh in on this stuff. It's, you know, I've got my own personal uh, thoughts and opinions about these things. But, you know, when we start to, we start to involve kids, it's not just this, but it's a critical racist theory. I call it racist theory because it's not just critical; ra- it's critical racist theory. It's 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 all of these things. It's the socialism. It's 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 all of the indoctrination that the kids are constantly being bombarded with on a daily basis. And they when they go to school from the very beginning, I mean, it's even in the children's television program and things like that now. Sesame Street is supposed to teach these kids their ABCs and one, two, threes, but they're going far beyond it. You don't have to teach kids not to be racist. They don't know that. In fact, yesterday we played this beautiful viral video of a, a black man and his, his precious daughter, and they're literally railing against critical race theory. And the, some of the things that that he and his daughter are uh, talking about I just are just absolutely they're so powerful. I believe it's a video that needs to go viral, and it kind of has. It's been picking up steam. If you want to see that video, go on over to justinbarclay.com and my website, and you'll be able to you'll actually be able to see the full video in its entirety. Be able to watch the thing, and of course, share it with other people. It is a video that people need to see because you're going to hear it directly from this man's voice, and I think maybe even more impactful and powerful is his daughter. 
his daughter, who is, my goodness, maybe she's six, maybe seven, I don't know. But she's as smart as a whip. She's absolutely beautiful, and she's precious. And I think we forget about that, about how amazing these kids are and how pure they are, really. You, you know, if you've got a child, you know how pure they are until we as adults go tainting them, tinkering with them. Uh, there is the uh, there's the video right there. So if you go to uh, woodradio.com or go to justinbarclay.com slash radio, you can find it. Lots of uh, lots of great stuff online. The past week has been just absolutely on fire. Some of that has surrounded Mr. or Dr. rather Anthony Fauci, the high priest of health. Here he is talking about all oh, the coronavirus and where this thing came from. And, and and yeah, what are the real origins of this? And, boy, his answers, uh, they might may not, but this is what he's saying about it. And, oh, Willie, is it Willie Geist over there in the Today Show interviewing asked that so question? You probably hear a lot, I hear a lot, is from people out on the street and people who are on our show. Why is this so hard? Why is it so hard to find the source of this outbreak that's killed more than 3 million people around the world? 600,000 people here in the United States has upended our lives and our economy. Is it because China is so opaque? Is it because WHO is not sharing information? Why is this so difficult? You know, there are several reasons, Willie, why it's difficult. I think one of the things is that we need better access to all the information. I mean, it's obviously in China's interest to find out exactly what it is. And the is of the of the natural theory would be to find that link. So you have to keep looking for it. I mean, obviously, you're not getting openness out of China, number one. And if he says there's no natural link, at least they haven't been able to discover it yet. That, that should tell us something. That should tell us quite a bit. <laughs> there's still a natural link. It would be easy for them to find if there were. It would be easy for them to find if there were a natural link, we are circling back, by the way. All the girls don't feel like this. Saki asked, actually, and I, I will give them credit for this. They, they finally asked her. They finally asked her. What about these emails with Dr. Fauci? What about it? What do you make of these things? What do the White House think about these emails with Dr. Fauci? Um, going to the emails with Dr. Fauci, um, there was an exchange between um, Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci referencing um, a Fox News report uh, discussing it as basically the lab leak as a, um, a conspiracy. Collins denied, you know, jumping to conclusions and. Um, he asserted that his mention of conspiracies was referring to the thought, the rumor that uh, the virus was engineered, bioengineered as a weapon. Um, is that the position of the administration and their top health experts <laughs> that this was not engineered? Get ready for the for the rehearsed 
written, pre-written answer. To this pretty extensively from here. Let me just say on Dr. Fauci and his emails, he's also spoken to this many, many times over the last, over the course of the last few days, and we'll let him speak for himself. Um, and he's been an undeniable asset in our country's pandemic response. But it's obviously not that advantageous for me to relitigate the substance of emails from 17 months ago. Uh, we've launched, uh, based on the president's direction, uh, an entire uh, internal review process uh, to uh, use all of the resources across government to get to the bottom of the origins. Uh, and that's a 100-day process, and we'll look forward to providing more when that, or 90 days, sorry, when it's mm. concluded. Mm. Yeah, we'll look forward to providing more when it's concluded. We, uh, we promise we're going to dig into this. We promise we'll <laughs> just trust us. Just trust. Anybody that says that, you got to, uh, you know, uh, you got to wonder. Wait a minute. What? Just trust you? I, I, I don't know about that. I, Fauci, I don't know if I can trust anything the guy. Here's what I will. He's like a broken clock. He's right mm, maybe twice a day. Uh, but the most of the other time, the guy is just because he's, he he's held every other position. So you just never know where the guy is going to land. You have no idea uh, what he's going to end up saying at any point in time. It's incredible. Speaking of Fauci and what else she was asked, there's one other thing that I thought was really interesting. This is the caliber of questions. By the way, that was a tough one for her. This is the caliber of questions that she's used to answering. Breaking news. We Update on question. the White House cat. Is that something that's still happening here? Our readers are asking us a lot. So I I White House cat. I've been joking, although what? maybe it might be true, that we're waiting for a bad news day uh, for that to, to come out. If you see a tail wagging coming out of the briefing room, you'll know something bad's about to happen. Uh, yeah. I don't have any update on the cat. Mm. I know there's a lot of interest. There's no interest. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jen, but you are clearly mistaken. I didn't even know that there was a White House cat, and I can tell you that most Americans have no clue and have no uh, care in the world about the White House cat. Here's what they want to know about. Why has the price of everything gone through the roof? Why can't I get things that I need anymore? Why is inflation happening? Why can't, uh, why do, how come when I go to a restaurant now? I mean, I got to real, you got to be patient with these folks. You just know what they're dealing with. They're the ones that are working. There are other people that aren't working and they, they're getting paid to sit home. So these folks are just bombarded and you got, you don't know how long you're going to have to wait for your food, let alone some sort of, um, I don't know, furniture or building supplies. If you, can you imagine building a house right now? Nope. Don't want to do that. Here's the other thing I got questions about. Where the heck did this virus come from? I'm learning about these emails from Dr. Fauci. What's the deal? I see he says wear a mask and don't wear a mask. And then it, now it's turning out that it looks like everything that happened over the last year, all the problems that we've suffered have been from the hands of government. Our governor specifically. Jumping in and doing things that uh, she she probably should not have done. Well, folks, uh, I mentioned earlier the big mass burning party that is happening next week. I want to keep you abreast of all the information and all the events that are happening. There is a big mass burning party with Stand Up Michigan happening next week. Uh, Michigan Conservative Coalition as well at the Delta Plex. Love to see you there. Love to see you come out. Frisky Farms up north in Antrim County. They're having a decision day where they're saying, come take a look at the evidence. Get it on. Mike Lindell's going to be there amongst others. Uh, that thing is still running. That's happening tomorrow uh, up at Frisky Farms. 
folks who have stood up through uh, through the uh, the entire process. They want to hear the uh, evidence. Make sure you stay up to date with all of those things. We'll continue to let you know. But that is happening as well. Uh, before we go, i got to cut it short because I've got a meeting on some big things that are coming here. I can't wait to tell you about this. There's some really big things coming. Big things on the way. But before I uh, before I let you go, you know, I, I, I've been talking about this at some great length. I've dropped 96 pounds, my wife 40 along with me, about 140 pounds together, and we had never felt better. And that was in, until last year. And, of course, we had uh, the pandemic, which I didn't gain any weight through. My wife gained a little bit, but that was because she was having a baby. And that's where, by the way, it all kind of hit the fan. I was able to keep my weight off throughout the the uh, the entire pandemic. But when my baby was born, precious, beautiful miracle, sweet Ada Grace was born three months early. We ended up in the NICU. We were there with her for three months, 72 days, 72 days. I guess that's two and a half months. Um, she came home a couple of weeks before her due date. We were just in survival mode, trying to get back and forth. I kind of got out of my routine, and I, I gained a few pounds. But, you know, the last couple of weeks, my wife and I have been back on, just jumping back into it. And, of course, both of us, we're already both down 10 pounds each. So what's my secret? Well, I've been telling folks about this, and I'm excited because more and more people are joining me, and they're going to give this a shot. Go to justinbarclay.com slash mysecret to find out. It's just a little supplement I take that cuts my appetite and my cravings, gives you a little boost, and I dropped 96 pounds before taking this stuff. It's amazing. Now, I don't know if it's going to work for you like it did for me, but it's worth a shot to find out. If you want to find out, they have a seven-day trial pack you can get for just $29 if you go to justinbarclay.com slash mysecret you can find out I've seen folks lose hundreds of pounds and whether you got like 100 pounds to lose like I did or just the final five you want to get ready for the summer this is the way to go folks are trying it and they're getting excited about the results they're seeing so uh, you can go to justinbarclay.com slash mysecret one of the things I know for a fact over the last year what we've seen is more, more important than ever really to pay attention to our health and to make sure because the government's not going to do it for you these folks giving out donuts. Today's National Donut Day, by the way. Giving out donuts if you go get your Fauci ouchie. We're very concerned about your health. Here's a free donut. <laughs> or beer. I saw beer down in West Virginia. It's incredible. We're concerned about your health, and you should be too. Here's a free donut. <laughs> Let us inject this experimental thing into you. And here's a free donut for you. Enjoy the, enjoy the free beer as well. JustinBarkley.com slash MySecret. The uh, the other good news, I don't you don't make a fortune on this, but at the end of the day, a little bit does go to support the after show, which I love doing. I'm so grateful to be able to do that with you on a daily basis. We are back Monday morning. Of course, the shenanigans at 9.06. Everything will commence then. God willing, I hope you have a great weekend. Looks like we've got a fantastic one on deck. Beautiful. The sun is shining. It's got to be warm up to the 90s this weekend. Enjoy it. Make sure you click share on the after show, whether you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, or if you're listening to the podcast, share it out with folks so they can hear the news of these stories they just won't hear anywhere else. Whether you're listening on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and if you do, make sure you click subscribe and then leave us a little rating. It helps get this thing out there to more folks. We appreciate that. 
something positive. If you're going to leave us something negative, I say no. (laughs) But always a pleasure. Thank you so much, and you have a great weekend. We appreciate you. God bless. Make it a good one. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.